Okay, so the translator is here. I'm just gonna. Make sure to go in the English channel if you're listening in English. Okay. Pranams again, everyone, and welcome. Um, this is the last uh, episode of uh, this series, Vishrambhena Guru Seva, The Life of Swami B.V. Tripurari, my Guru Maharaj. And um, Okay, so I'll just do like a, a brief uh, recap. In the in the first episode, I um, kind of gave hints about uh, Guru Maharaj's previous life, how he must have lived. Um, sorry, I have to give permission to record. Okay, so in the first episode, sorry, I'll start over. In the first episode, I talked about how Guru Maharaj, uh, how his previous life must have been if he was able to, to start um, from such a high level in this life. So he, he must have been um, practicing with, with very, um, practicing with very strong integrity and um, then uh, we recounted some kind of childhood um, memories he has shared um, for example um, hmm. yeah the first thing that comes to mind is running after the milk truck with his friends and getting strawberry milk um, and other sweet things. As I, as I mentioned, Guru Maharaj usually uh, ties all those childhood memories to kind of philosophical points when he, when he shares them. Um, then um, he has kind of talked about his like uh, events in his life, kind of like um, uh, like being a seeker and not like not feeling satisfied so going to the next place not feeling satisfied there so going to the next place um so he has kind of compared that to a, a little bit of gopa kumar's journey in brihad bhagavatamrita kind of uh how gopa kumar kind of lets the mantra uh, get into higher and higher uh spheres and um like for example, Guru Maharaj was uh, like he wanted to be a priest when he when he was raised in the Catholic school, but then when he was uh, not satisfied with the example the the priests were setting, then he kind of moved on and he he got into the counterculture, and and also there he was dissatisfied when he saw how people were uh, dishonest, so he went on from there. 
Um, you can also kind of see his his journey in like how how like for for, for example Shastra describes um, uh, how you first get absorbed in Krishna's name, and that that will gradually lead to being getting absorbed in his form, and then in his qualities, uh, and then in his pastimes. And um, uh, we can see all of this in, in Guru Maharaj, uh, because already, already before he met uh, devotees, he, he had read the, the Maha Mantra on an incense package. And he was meditating on the name, um, on the Maha Mantra in his mind, while keeping out Mauna Brata like a vow of silence and he took that vow of silence because he felt like people were just talking because they liked to hear their own voice but they didn't really have anything to say but they were just waiting for the other to finish speaking so that they could speak that's kind of kind of how he felt um that the talks were like in his in the circles where he was uh, associating and um so so he took a vow of silence, but he was chanting the Maha Mantra in his mind, and he has described that he he let the Maha Mantra kind of lead him. So it it brought him into into the association of of devotees and Prabhupada. And uh, and then as as we described in in the last episode, uh, after like Namasmaranam comes Rupasmaranam, uh, absorption, mental absorption in, in Krishna's form. So how Guru Maharaj was getting absorbed in the deities in, in, uh, at the Los Angeles temple, how he kind of, kind of was charging himself by um, uh, meditating on, on their forms and all throughout the day also. Um, and he has also described um, spontaneously meditating on Krishna's qualities. For example, he has given a he has described an instance like that at the New York temple in, in, uh, in Brooklyn uh, at, when he was singing Kirtan before the Radha Govinda deities. So, so he, he was spontaneously med meditating on their qualities. So, so from absorption in the name to absorption in the form to then absorption in the qualities. And he has also described absorption in Krishna's pastimes. Um, like we shared last time when he was on the walk with, uh, on his first walk with Prabhupada, he just spontaneously um, kind of like the, it was as if the environment just became Vrindavan and, and Guru Maharaj was just spontaneously meditating on uh, Krishna's pastimes with the cowherd voice. And um, so, uh, so then, in, like in the following episodes after the first one, like we were talking about Guru Maharaj's time in ISKCON with Prabhupada uh, being present on the planet, and then also when Prabhupada left, and up until Guru Maharaj came in contact with Srila Srila Maharaj. And then we had one episode talking about Guru Maharaj's time with Srila Srila Maharaj. And also with Bhakti Pramod Puri Maharaj, and um, having a mission together with uh, Narashinga Maharaj, 
And then in the previous episode, uh, in the last episode, sorry, uh, we were talking about the time from when he kind of uh, sort of restructured his whole um, kind of approach when he uh, moved from Eugene and moved to California and founded the Audaria Monastery and kind of um, sort of um, retired uh, from from kind of world traveling and preaching, at least for the time being, to uh, focus on writing and nourishing the, the Vaishnava community in that way. And um, we talked about how he was kind of how like, kind of internally what his three ashrams um, represent: uh, Audarya, Madhavan, and Saragrahi. Um, and also how he is kind of um, through those ashrams offering people what he himself was um, experiencing uh, like, all, like all the time since his uh, kind of first days in the temple, like how he's extending his own experience through, through his ashrams and how his ashrams correspond with his books, how, how, how that's the idea, like how he wants people to kind of see the connection between the way he lives and, and how his books are uh, written. So, so we have given the kind of like a, a rough outline of uh, Guru Maharaj's life in the last episode in, uh, from 1999 and, and until now. So, what then this last, this final episode is, is will be is um, to look at Guru Maharaj's future. Uh, because we say, like, in uh, mm, uh, of course, we're, we're not talking about about the judging here, but but you, you heard this uh, this statement from Guru Maharaj that uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu doesn't judge you from your by your past and not even by your present, but by your by your future and your prospect. Um, so, uh, but also kind of what your future is uh, depends on how you're living now. So we can see on how Guru Maharaj lives now, like what his aspirations are. Um, we can see how, how his future will be. Uh, because as uh, Narottam Das Thakur says, like as you, like what you're absorbed in throughout your sadhana is what, you're, uh, is what you will experience in, uh, in perfection. Um, So I'm going to talk about Guru Maharaj's um, ideal, and uh, to do that, I wanted to kind of start very broad. Because if I simply say, like, like if you if you just say, for example, about anyone, um, like you could say in just a few words, for example, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur aspired to be a, a gopi, um, you, uh, 
you may not kind of understand like uh, all that 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 means. It's a that's a very um, deep thing. So I want to kind of start very broad and then kind of hone in, um, and um, and kind of so that you so that you kind of see what is left behind um, for every step that we kind of. Uh, uh, for every kind of layer that, that we sort of peel off. And um, so, so in the very kind of uh, broadest sense, Guru Maharaj's ideal is something spiritual. And of course, already there we have to, um, uh, you kind of leave a lot of things behind. Um, like the kind of difference between a material and, and a spiritual goal um, uh, you can see in, in Shikshashtakam in text number uh, let's see text number four na dhanam na janam na sundarim kavitamva vajagad isha kamaye mama janmani janmanishvare bhavatad bhakti rahitukitvai um so so like even, even there like, like you can say even there you have actually um left many things behind which could be uh seen as spirituality um because in this in this verse of shikshashtakam mahaprabhu is um uh He's actually he's leaving behind the paramatma, and um, and of course you could say someone who is um, kind of devoted to and dependent on the paramatma uh, would have a spiritual ideal, but but not necessarily, uh, because the point there in that verse is not hanam, not janam, not sundarim, kavitamva. Uh, those four things uh, it's it, it's uh, dharma artha kama and uh, one could say even moksha and all those things one is one is dependent on uh, the paramatma to to attain and mahaprabhu says i'm not interested in, in any of those things um so, so when you say that you're not interested in those things, um, that is uh, in, in very strong words, as Guru Maharaj sometimes has, has kind of commented on this verse, is that you're kicking out the Paramatma. But, uh, but then, of course, he, he has said that um, this should not be misunderstood as uh, some kind of uh, offense. It's, uh, it simply means like you're, you're inviting your more specific uh, Ishta Devata. Um, uh, like, for example, Krishna Balaram or Radha Sham Sundar or um, Gauranitai. And, um, and uh, then comes. Uh, of course, if, if I say also there, um, like simply simply by saying 
Krishna Balaram, Radha Krishna, or Gaurani Tide, then we have also already kind of um, peeled away another layer, which is uh, Vaikuntha. Uh, because um, I, I guess to, to kind of to, to kind of take it more slowly so that we kind of um, get a more gradual uh, introduction, you could say, I'm not interested in Dharma, Artha, Kama, Moksha, uh, I'm, but I'm interested in Narayan, uh, Narayan of Vaikuntha. But, uh, but, but like just as, um, as Gopa Kumar is, is, um, is not satisfied in Vaikuntha, so, so is the case with um, most, most Gaudiya Vaishnavas, un unless someone comes, comes to Gaudiya Vaishnavism um, kind of as a, as a crutch, crutch path to, to, get to, to get to Vaikuntha. Actually, that's kind of funny. You know, sometimes people say that religion is just a crutch. And, um, uh, and it's actually true in this case. Like, like it's 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 uh, it can be kind of difficult to attain Vaikuntha, but if you use Gaudiya Vaishnavism as a crutch, then you can attain Vaikuntha very easily. But if you're uh, if you're interested in Gaudiya Vaishnavism for uh, what Gaudiya Vaishnavism itself is about at its core, uh, then you won't be interested in attaining Vaikuntha. Uh, which is the kind of opulent uh, abode of, of Bhagavan. And Guru Maharaj has, has told a story uh, about when he, when he was young in ISKCON, and that, uh, I think he was a brahmachari still, and there was a sannyasi who told him that actually most devotees will go to Vaikuntha, only a few will go to uh, to Krishna in Vrindavan, and Guru Maharaj said said that when he heard that he started crying because he he, he because because in his mind that, that's what um, like they, they were all there to to uh, because they were aspiring to um, attain the service of Krishna in Vrindavan, and he said of course later he found out that he was right not that. Uh, this this uh, so, so this sannyasi was wrong. Um, and then then also um, we can specify more here because there are uh, there are uh, a few sampradayas which are focused on on Krishna and Vrindavan, like the the Vallabha sampradaya and the Nimbarka sampradaya. Um, we could we could actually start first with. Uh, the, the Madhva Sampradaya, because um, and also the Ramanuja Sampradaya to some extent, some of them, because they, uh, some of them kind of go a little further than Vaikuntha, they actually go to Goloka, but to the kind of outer uh, part of Goloka, uh, like to, to Dvaraka. Um, like, like in, in the Madhva Sampradaya, they, they worship uh, Udupi Krishna, uh, which is 
not like Vrindavan Krishna, but it's um, anyway closer to Vrindavan Krishna than Narayan and Vaikuntha. And um, uh, there's also like poetry from the, the Alwars in the, in the Ramanuja Sampradaya, who they kind of aspire to uh, become queens in Dvaraka. Um, and then we have these um, more like Vrindavan-centered, Vrindavan-Krishna-centered sampradayas like uh, Vallabha and Nimbarka. Uh, but, but they have, they have like, a, uh, like a different focus than um, Gaudiya Vaishnavas do. Um, so like, for example, in Vallabha Sampradaya, they have uh, Vatsalya Bhakti and also uh, a form of Sakhi Bhava, a type of Gopi Bhava. And in the Nimbarka Sampradaya, they have a very um, extreme uh, focus on, on Sakhi Bhava that um, uh, like in their uh, goal, Radha and Krishna are together all the time in the Kunja. There is nothing else than Radha Krishna in the, uh, in the Kunja. And uh, some, some Sakis serving them. But in, uh, in the Gaudiya Vaishnava Sampradaya and also then in the Vallabha Sampradaya, um, there is there is more like uh, a full life, like a full normal life with like Krishna having parents, um, going out for cow herding in the daytime and meeting with the gopis at midday and at night. Um, there is more, uh, how you say, it's a, it's a fuller, it's a, uh, it's a fuller picture. And, um, in uh, in Gaudiya Vaishnavism, we also have uh, more like a, a more specific focus on uh, Srimati Radharani that, that that she is the the, the like the topmost associate of Krishna, and uh, and also kind of one specialty that is only talked about in in our sampradaya is the Radha Kunda pastimes and. Uh, I feel very fortunate that this talk just happened to fall on uh, the appearance day of Radha Kunda. Um, and I will uh, get to that a little bit more later also. Um, uh, but, but also one, one uh, extremely special thing. Um, that I would say is like the most important uh, specialty of uh, Gaudiya Vaishnavism uh, that the other uh, Vrindavan Krishna centered sampradayas um, are not talking about is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So uh, this this is this is like a 
this is an extension of Krishna Lila into a into a whole other Lila, but still the same. It's like Achintya uh, Beda um, Beda that um, Mahaprabhu creates a whole uh, or Krishna comes as a devotee, which becomes a whole uh, like um, kind of parallel Lila where he is, he is trying to uh, step into the shoes of Srimati Radharani and um, experience Krishna from, like experience himself, but from, from her perspective. Like it, it says that, that Krishna comes for three uh, internal reasons to this world as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, the first is to experience the the, uh, the glories of Srimati Radharani's love. Um, the second is to experience the, the qualities in himself that only she experiences. And the third is to experience the happiness that she feels when she um, realizes his love and um, and then also there is a there's a fourth reason which is uh, as, as Guru Maharaj has um, has said it's like an external reason but even the external reason is very internal uh, because there is a, a point in the Rasa Lila where where Krishna is uh, astonished by the love of the gopis and especially Srimati Radharani and he is telling them that he cannot um, reciprocate with them. Like he makes this promise in, in Bhagavad Gita that as you approach me, I will reciprocate. And, um, and Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami in Chaitanya Charitamrita is, um, is pointing out that, uh, that Krishna wasn't able to maintain this, this promise in the case of the gopis. Um, because they simply have, they have, have more love than he's able to, to give them back. Like, like he, he's kind of uh, describing it in, in, a very, in a very practical way to them. That for example, he is like, he has like, they, they can devote themselves entirely to him only but he cannot uh, devote himself to them only because he also has to reciprocate with his mother, with his friends, and so on. Um, so he cannot really like repay that that kind of uh, one pointedness. So he says that he he's going to come to this world. Uh, this is this is actually something that that Guru Maharaj has uh, revealed. Um, it is it is kind of hinted at in Sanatan Goswami's commentary on this uh, on this verse in in Shrimad Bhagavatam. Sanatan Goswami says that says like paraphrasing Krishna, saying like I cannot repay you, but uh, may, maybe some some gentle sadhu can can repay you, uh, can serve you, <laughs> and and in that way uh, my, my debt will be paid. But I cannot do it by myself. And Guru Maharaj has kind of um, uh, shed more light on this 
commentary by Sanatan Goswami uh, explaining that like uh, that what Krishna means here is, is that he will come as he will come to this world in the form of a sadhu and preach and uh, recruit more servants of Shrimati Radharani and uh, and of course uh, Mahaprabhu comes to this world and he has Nityananda Prabhu with him and they are both preaching and um, uh, uh, Mahaprabhu's preaching is uh, kind of spreading uh, Madhurya Rasa and Nityananda is, is, is also like pointing to Mahaprabhu and in that way inspiring Madhurya Rasa but also um, some people uh, kind of become attached to Nityananda Prabhu and then they will uh, develop Sakya Rasa but, but since it is in the context of uh, it is Sakya Rasa in the context of serving Madhurya Rasa. So the type of Sakya Rasa that, um, that is um, shared is that of the, the Priya Sakas and Priya Narma Sakas. So those who are um, exclusively Krishna's friends, with uh, because th there are four types of friends um, of uh, of Krishna. Uh, the first type has friendship with uh, a, a tinge of servitude uh, of Dasya. And then the second type has pure uh, pure friendship. Uh, the third type has friendship with a tinge of vatsalya, of parental love. And then a fourth type is the, the Priyanarma Sakas, which have a, a mixture of Madhurya in their uh, Sakya. And these words are important here, like tinge or, um, because I don't say mixture when it's with the Dasya and the Vatsalya. This is an important point that Guru Maharaj has also brought out in later years, because um, the kind of the kind of language in the Gaudiya Vaishnava world was all like used to be that um, uh, that the uh, that some coward boys had a mixture of dasya and a mixture uh, of vatsalya, but it's actually only the Priyanarma Sakas who have a mixture with another rasa which is madhurya uh, the word for the other ones uh, with this kind of combination of, of rasas is uh, sankul and it does not mean mixture it means uh, bundling so it means in the same person you have uh, dasya rasa and sakya rasa or Dasyarati and Sakyarati. Um, but those two uh, ratis don't mix. It is uh, what happens is that the Dasya is uh, making the Sakya 
contract at times. Because when, when you have uh, a, like a serving mood, then the, new, uh, the thing is that just pure Sakyarasa is, um, it means Vishrampa, like the, the name of this series, Vishrampena Guru Seva. It, it means confidence. It means that you, uh, you're 100% uh, confident with Krishna that uh, he feels exactly the same way about you that you feel about him. And that there is like no difference between you. You're totally uh, equals. Um, but if you have Dasya, then you feel like you are looking up to him, like you're not on the same level. Uh, you're, you're his servant. So this is uh, the case with the younger cowherd boys who are a little bit younger than Krishna. And with, uh, with those who are a little bit older than Krishna, uh, their Sakyarasa is bundled with uh, Vatsalya. And that also contracts the, the Sakya. Like it, it doesn't, if, you, uh, if you're kind of uh, seeing yourself as as you're like protecting kind of a, a younger brother, so sort of, then you you're also not on the same level. So it's not something that enhances uh, the sakya. It's something that holds the sakya uh, back. Um, but in the case of the priya narma sakas, uh, the um, the word that's, that's, that's used is not sankul, but uh, mishra, so, so, which means to, to mix. Um, in, uh, th that's the term used in Bhaktira Samrita Sindhu. So this means that when Madhurya comes into the picture, it's, it's not that this in any way holds the the Sakyarasa back, it's actually um, enhancing it. Um, Guru Maharaj has, has talked about it like that Sakya is like yogurt and then the Madhurya is like sugar that you can mix into the yogurt. Um, so so, so there, there have come lineages in Gaudiya Vaishnavism of um, Priya Sakas and Priya Narma Sakas uh, by, by the kind of combined influence of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu. And, um, and, and like I said, Gaura Lila is, is, some, is like the, is the most um, important specialty of, of Gaudiya Vaishnavism and uh, and also like already very early on in, in Guru Maharaj's um, uh, life serving with uh, under Prabhupada he was getting absorbed in in Gaura Lila like reading the Chaitanya Charitamrita uh, as soon as it came out from from the press like every volume Guru Maharaj would kind of get an advanced copy and, and read it before uh, everyone else practically. And uh, he was also worshipping Gauranitai deities as we have 
described. And, uh, and, and we can also see um, how, how, how Prabhupada kind of um, initiated Guru, Guru Maharaj into, uh, into worship of um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu on a deep level uh, already very early on. Uh, as I will explain, I will first, uh, th this is also something I want to introduce more gradually to give um, uh, to give more appreciation. There is a pastime in, in Chaitanya Charitamrita where Mahaprabhu, no, sorry, where Nityananda Prabhu breaks Mahaprabhu's danda into three pieces. Um, it's when uh, it's shortly after Mahaprabhu takes sannyas and leaves Navadvip, and Nityananda Prabhu is with him, and uh, they are at. Let's see here. Yeah, I'm not sure here. They are near uh, some river. I'm not sure which river, but Nityananda Prabhu throws. Um, the pieces of Mahaprabhu's danda into the river. And Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami gives, um, says something, something very special about this pastime in Chaitanya Charitamrita. He says that the pastime of breaking, uh, the breaking of the staff is very deep. Only one whose devotion is fixed upon the lotus feet of the two lords can understand it. Uh, and the two lords here, then Gauda Nityananda. Uh, as Guru Maharaj often mentions, Gauda Nityananda are um, the kind of presiding deities of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Uh, they are in the Pranam Mantra in the beginning, Vande Shri Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sahodito. Gauda Daya Pushpavanto Chitro Sando Tamonido, as uh, Hari Priya described in her uh, class on, on faith this Monday about this verse. Um, so, here, here, like you can see, that um, Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami is, ta is talking about having, having Gauda Nitai as your, as your Ishta Devata. Uh, and being fixed on uh, uh, fixed in devotion on, uh, to their lotus feet, and he's saying that only someone who, who is fixed like that on on Gauranitai in their heart, um, they can understand this pastime of Nityananda Prabhu breaking the danda of Mahaprabhu. And Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur gives. Um, uh, he gives um, a more like reverential uh, explanation of this pastime. Um, of course, he is uh, Shila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur is um, uh, how to say like uh, like maybe I, I shouldn't say that 
Gauranitai Nittai is his Ishtadevata. Um, but of course, he is very still fixed on them as um, members of the Panchatattva. Uh, so, he, so he writes like this, one who understands Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu in reality can, under, can understand their identity as well as the breaking of the staff. All the previous acharyas being induced to engage themselves fully in the service of the Lord gave up attachment for material life and thus accepted the staff, which signifies full engagement of the mind, speech, and body in the service of the Lord. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepted the regulative principles of the renounced order of life. That is completely clear. However, in the Paramahansa stage, there is no need to accept a danda staff. And Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was certainly in the Paramahansa stage. Nonetheless, to indicate that everyone should take sannyas at the end of life in order to fully engage in the service of the Lord, even Paramahansas like Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his confidential devotees follow the regulative principles unfailingly. Indeed, th that was his purpose. Nityananda Prabhu, who was his eternal servitor, believed that there was no need for Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to carry the staff and to declare to the world that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was above all regulations, he broke it into three pieces. The pastime known as Dandabhanga Lila is thus explained by Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. And this also corresponds, um, uh, like it makes me think of uh, Guru Maharaj's, uh, what's, what at least seems to be Guru Maharaj's favorite verse in um, the Prabhupada Padma Stavaka uh, that is about Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Um, actually like his favorite line like the one the one i've heard him quote the most and give the most lectures on um uh, is um parahamsa varam yativesha gatim where srila shilamarj says about bhaktisiddhanta saraswati thakur that um although he although he was a paramahamsa he accepted the dress of a sannyasi meaning that he um for him sannyasi was not like going going to a higher level, but actually going to a lower lower level when it took on the sannyas uh, wish. Um, but Prabhupada gave Guru Maharaj uh, a deeper explanation of uh, of this pastime, which also shows um, that that Prabhupada was. Um, kind of fits the description that Srila um, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami is giving here, that um, someone who is fixed upon the lotus feet of the two lords and who can thus understand this uh, Dandabanga uh, pastime. And that was when Guru Maharaj had started worshipping uh, the Gauranitai deities. Uh, like I also mentioned, Prabhupada did not allow many people to worship deities of their own, 
usually deities were only in the temple and a few devotees had their own deities. Um, I've only heard of three cases. Uh, so Guru Maharaj had seen one of those other two devotees who had their own deities. Uh, that they, he also, this other sannyasi also had Gauranitai deities. And he had put um, a danda by Mahaprabhu. And um, so Guru Maharaj uh, was wondering if, if that was uh, correct or bona fide uh, to, to put a danda by the Mahaprabhu deity. So he asked Srila Prabhupada about this, um, if this is really uh, appropriate. And, and Prabhupada told him, no, like, we don't like to think of Mahaprabhu as a sannyasi. And then, and, then he, and then he said to Guru Maharaj, this is why Nityananda Prabhu broke his danda. Um, and, and, and this means uh, kind of focusing your, your devotion on Gauranitai um, in their forms in Navadvip. So as Guru Maharaj has explained, there is this kind of uh, window of Gauralila that we are interested in, that we want to enter into and kind of live in eternally. Um, and in, in Navadvip, in the spiritual world, there is there is only that, um, how you say, um, um, kind of situation. There is not Mahaprabhu when he is uh, a young boy, and, and there is not Mahaprabhu when he's a sannyasi, for example. There is only when, um, when he is a certain age uh, and in Navadvip. And the way it plays out in this world, it is from the time that Nityananda Prabhu joins Mahaprabhu's pastimes in Navadvip and until Mahaprabhu takes sannyas. So those, um, I think it might be a couple of years or something, but whatever time it is, is it's that time when Gauda and Nityananda are together in Navadvip. This is the ideal that we are uh, aspiring to enter into. And, um, and, and Guru Maharaj has explained that one, one could simply focus on that and not uh, worry about one's uh, Vrindavan aspiration because it will come in the course of that naturally. Um, but he has also said that, but actually Gauralila is all about uh, um, uh, developing a, a Krishna Lila Swarup. And actually this is, that, that is the, uh, like we were sharing, that is also the reason Krishna is coming as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It is to um, experience himself from the vantage point of Radha. So, so the whole Lila is centered on that. And also, so those who are entering Gora Lila are uh, aspiring to kind of go along with him and also serve in those same pastimes. Um, so, so, so it is part of Gauralila to, to aspire for uh, an identity in, in Krishna Lila. 
Um, and I want to mention, uh, let's see here. I want to mention three uh, three things that Guru Maharaj has has said about entering Krishna Lila um, while aspiring for uh, Sakya Rasa, uh, because uh, Guru Maharaj is following uh, the inner mood of Srila Prabhupada, which is Sakya Rasa, and. Um, this is, for example, shown in Prabhupada's uh, prayers on the Jaladutta, um, where, where Prabhupada is, um, is kind of uh, arguing with, with Krishna, telling Krishna that, that he has to, uh, he has to give, uh, Prabhupada is saying that he has a service to do for Srimati Radharani, and and you will be blessed if you will uh, help that help in that service. Uh, like that, that will be uh, like piety for you. Um, so that is uh, he's he's talking talking to Krishna in a, in a very uh, confidential way. And and Guru Maharaj is uh, is following in those uh, in those footsteps. And um, so, so that there, uh, there are th three, uh, uh, yeah, th three kind of special things I want to mention about uh, entering Krishna Lila as a cowherd boy. Uh, Guru Maharaj has has. Um, uh, to kind of pick up again this uh, thread from before about uh, Brihad Bhagavatamrita, uh, like we shared, like um, Gopa Kumar is, is going from planet to a higher planet to a higher planet, go going through all the, um, like all the planets in this world and then into the spiritual world. And also, like in, in the gradations that are there, uh, all the way until he comes to Vrindavan. And um, it is said that when he when he entered, uh, like when he entered the, the village, that he saw he saw that everything was, everyone seemed depressed. Like he, he had just you know. Um, he had been been like traveling through kind of uh, more and more intense uh, stages of, of ecstasy, um, but 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 he was just like never satisfied because his mantra always brought him further. Uh, but when he came came to Vrindavan, then he saw everyone was depressed and all the the plants were like wilted. Um, everything was kind of gray and, and colorless so he, he was um so he was a bit surprised he was he was wondering what is this um and and this is the time in in vrindavan just before um 
Krishna and Balaram and the cowherd boys are coming back from herding the cows all day. Um, so, so, so the like all these things that Gopa Kumar had seen is is kind of the um, the separation felt by the Rajavasis waiting for Krishna and Balaram to come back. So everything is kind of lifeless. But then, um, uh, um, like as Guru Maharaj has explained, um, separation is like low tide, and union is high tide. So if you want to enter Krishna Lila, you should enter through separation because then you, you can kind of step into the water and then comes the union and then you will go. It's, it's hard to like join um, like directly into a flood. It, it's kind of like um, how he explains about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that uh, you can't really approach Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because he is like a, um, like a volcano just exploding with um lava uh or he's like a waterfall that you, like you can't really get close to it um but um uh he has described like how the six goswamis have uh made like a pond um that kind of collects the water from that from that waterfall so that you can approach it so in the same way separation is kind of where, where you can enter and then the flood will come and and, and bring you bring you along. Um, so Gopa Kumar is, is entering Raj at this kind of separation uh, time, and then comes the, this like uh, flood waves of of union when uh, when Krishna Balaram comes back. So, so that so he has talked about about that as a way of entering uh, entering the entering Krishna Lila. Um, uh, he has also talked about how Gopa Kumar is, is getting further instruction uh, when he comes there. Like, like when, when, the, when the boys come back and they all sit down to eat together, um, Gopa Kumar um, is, is just like a, a newcomer and he doesn't really know where he's fitting in yet in the Leela. But but Krishna is giving him hints, so it's um, uh, Guru Maharaj is, is kind of showing how uh, entrance uh, into the lila is, is something that is like uh, unfolding as you get there. Like Krishna will hint to you um, where you belong, like where you should go, to, uh, like uh, like where is your home in in the in the holy. In the holy dham. Um, then he has also talked about uh, Gopastami as a kind of initiation. Uh, he has written that those interested in Krishna's eternal friendship will hanker to herd cows with him through the initiation ceremony of Gopastami. So this is the day when Krishna gets uh, initiated as a cowherd boy. Uh, and before that, he was herding the calves. Um, but when he becomes a cowherd boy, then is that is like when he when he really like becomes himself. Like that is his dharma. Uh, like Guru Maharaj has has kind of poetically described it as, um, like he has said, for example, the um, 
like all all rivers may run dry, all mountains may may crumble, um, and so on. But but uh, like the, the sun will go out. Um, but Krishna will always be a cowherd boy. Um, so so that so like that kind of uh, truth, tattva kind of manifesting. Um, that manifestation happens through through the the Gopastami Lila. So so the those who are uh, aspiring for for Sakyarasa will uh, enter with him in those pastimes um, through this initiation and into the cowherding. And then um, uh, to to end uh, here, it's already. Uh, an hour has passed, and um, but I just w- wanted to kind of mention uh, briefly since today is um, the appearance day of Radha Kunda, and um, the the pastime that Guru Maharaj has um, the, the kind of uh, hmm, how to say that like the pastime that that that, that kind of most uh, defines um, his ideal is the, the midday pastimes uh, of Radha Krishna at, at Radha Kund uh, and, serve, and serving in those pastimes, which also the, the Priyanarma Sakas do. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's hinted at in, um, in, uh, in his Pranamantra, uh, when it says yachna yukti vichakshanam tvagavido vaishishtya shaktya sada, that uh, Guru Maharaj is uh, especially empowered by Agabid, and Agabid is the, the killer of Agasura. Um, and of course, that's a, uh, the killing of Agasura is a uh, Sakyarasa pastime, but but this name Agabid. Uh, is is used um, in a in a very special verse that describes the the service of uh, Subal Saka, which Guru Maharaj is aspiring to follow. Um, and and that verse from Uchval Nilamani describes how uh, describes a few things that Subal does, but but one thing is to um, to speak to Radha uh, when she is angry at Krishna to kind of pacify her and make her go back to Krishna. And um, and to be able to, to do that, you have to be uh, very qualified, of course, and speak very sweetly. And uh, this is what Guru Maharaj's aspiration is. So I will uh, stop there. And if anyone wants to comment or share anything. You're welcome, or we will end, just end here and celebrate Radha Kunda Appearance Day. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, for attending.
Uh, thank you, Anangamanjari, for translating. And um, we will uh, hopefully see each other throughout the, the Kartik uh, classes. There's a, there's a special schedule now for next month all focused on Kartik. So we have a lot of nectar coming up. Thank you so much. Thank you.